Hello and welcome. This is Diane Lake, your host, and I'm going to be sharing how you can understand and apply the prophetic through practical terms, practical ways, and practical means that make it relevant to everyday life so that you can prepare the way for the Lord's purposes to manifest in the earth. This is Preparing the Way, the Practical Prophetic. Well, hello guys and welcome to episode 45, which I've titled, Welcome to the Transfer Zone, a Harvest is About to Begin. Well, if you can recall, or if you haven't caught it, go back and listen. In a recent podcast, this was episode number 40, which I titled, I Hear the Spirit Saying, Come Up Here, from mid-May. I shared in that podcast episode how the Lord had been speaking to me about connecting His plans from ancient days for the last days through a time gate of present transition. So the Lord's been talking to me a lot about transition. And since then, the Lord has also been speaking to me numerous times about being in something called the transfer zone. It's interesting that I'm hearing other prophetic voices refer to believers being in a season of transition or something like or akin to a transfer zone as well. One time, my husband and I recently had been discussing with a good friend in ministry about how all three of us had been in track and field in our younger days. We had all participated in running relay races. In light of this season of transition that we all sensed we are in now, we agreed that the designated zone that the baton has to be transferred or passed within seemed of particular significance. In a spiritual sense, of course, I'm speaking. Now, the technical name for this zone is commonly referred to as the exchange zone or sometimes the changeover box. If the baton is not successfully exchanged between the incoming and outgoing runners within that designated zone, which is 20 meters long, then the relay is disqualified. Obviously, all the runners are disqualified. It occurs to me that this transfer zone that I hear the Lord repeatedly referring to most likely shares some of the same qualities as the exchange zone in a relay race. If this is true, and if there is a particular zone within which believers must make some sort of effective spiritual transition, then what this zone entails warrants a closer look, wouldn't you say, so that together we can successfully run the race that God has set before us. Now, Hebrews chapters 11 and 12 have been very much on my mind lately. We know that Hebrews 11 is that great hall of faith. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 then continue by exhorting us to run the race of faith with endurance. So let's read those two verses. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 in the New King James says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has been set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. That verse is so encouraging to me, those two verses. I've read them recently a number of times. 
So if you're like me, this season of transition that we find ourselves now in is one that is requiring us to stretch and grow, the likes of which I don't ever remember being stretched before. On a personal level, my husband and I followed the Lord's direction in a particular area in recent months, and yet things have not turned out like we have prayed and hoped that they would. One recent night, as I lay awake, earnestly praying for a resolution to this situation, I sensed that the Lord was asking me, will you trust me? So I'm praying earnestly for him to give me a word, right? Basically, but I'm praying for a solution and I hear, will you trust me? What's interesting is that we embarked on this endeavor in the first place because we trusted him. We were following his leading, so we trusted him to successfully complete everything we, quote, needed within the, quote, necessary time frame. But it occurs to me, what if the Lord thinks it's more important that my husband and I grow through the experience of not having everything resolved within the time frame that we felt was necessary than if it was? So that's the million-dollar question, friends. That is the million-dollar question. We do not always know what the Lord is working in and through us, and that is many times what He is focusing on. So it's no coincidence then, I suppose, that I've heard the Lord refer multiple times to the transfer zone is also being called the building zone. I believe He's building up our faith, building up our trust in Him, And he's even touching down on those specific issues that speak to us of promise. Much like when God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, who was the means of his very promise. Will we trust him to have our best interests in mind when what we felt was promised is not going according to plan, not turning out like we thought it would? Or even if we're asked to sacrifice it, as Abraham was asked to sacrifice Isaac in Genesis chapter 22. If you're feeling stretched in your finances, in your relationships, your job, your ministry, or your personal life, I'm saying, welcome to the transfer zone. I hear the Lord saying that growing is not any fun. Growing in Him is not any fun but it's necessary. God is building something. He is going somewhere. But first, he wants to mold you and I ever more closely into the image of his dear son so that we are fully prepared to participate in the harvest of souls that is coming. Because here's the deal. One recent night, I heard the Lord say, strap yourself in. There's been a sifting of wheat and tares and a harvest is about to begin. Woo-hoo! That's exciting. Amen. Now you can find the parable of the wheat and tares in Matthew 13, 24 to 30, and the verses that explain the parable in that chapter are verses 36 through 43. So you can read that on your own. Now the Lord continues to confirm his word to me about building and harvest through several recent dreams i've seen things like cranes concrete pump trucks and fishing nets i had another recent dream in which i saw many believers receiving a new jacket and i heard in that same context that jackets represent mantles this brought to mind a word i gave in late april at a prophetic conference hosted by our ministry 
If we remember, I invited you all to that. And you can catch the episodes also of the recordings of those sessions. I've been putting them on our podcast uh, website. So if you haven't listened to those, please go back and listen to them. So during worship at an early session at this conference, there was a time when I suddenly felt an enormous weight come down upon me. When I asked the Lord what that weight was, I felt he said it represented the new mantles that he is releasing. I now believe this word was intended for more than just those who attended this conferences to which I released this word. I also now believe it includes anyone else in the transfer zone within the body of Christ to whom this word is speaking to. I see these mantles as representing new assignments, new opportunities, new weightier responsibilities that carry more authority with even a new level of signs, wonders, and miracles being a part of it. So I was reminded of 2 Kings chapter 2, in which we read the story of how Elijah was caught up in a whirlwind and how his mantle was passed on to Elisha. Many elements of the transfer zone are elements contained within this story. Both Elijah and Elisha were in transition. One was about to go up into heaven, and the other was about to receive a new mantle. And with it, Elisha was to receive new assignments, new responsibilities, and new power for miracles. In short, a baton was about to be passed. But it also appears to be an awkward and a difficult time for Elisha, this transfer zone. He was told three times by his mentor to stay back, but he refused. The comments by the sons of the prophets who were observing were not exactly helpful. And he was eventually separated from Elijah, who was then taken up into heaven. Nothing about this zone appears to be easy or comfortable, but ultimately the mantle the double portion came from it. Can you imagine how that must have felt to Elisha? It was difficult, but in the end, it must have all seemed worth it. Now, you too that are listening here today might be saying to yourself, this time of transition I'm in is too hard. It is not worth it. So let me encourage you to stay the course. I'm living it along with you. This has been a difficult season. It has been one that has stretched us in so many ways. But I want to encourage you again, stay the course, stay positive, stay hopeful. It will be worth it in the end, my friend. It will be worth it in the end. That's what I feel like I want to leave you with that thought. It will be worth it because... A harvest is coming and you have an important role to play in it. And God wants you ready. He wants me ready. He's taking us to new levels and we want to go there with him fully prepared to participate at the maximum level. Amen? Amen. Well, thank you for listening to Preparing the Way, the Practical Prophetic. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our show and also please rate and review it on iTunes because your positive review helps us reach more people with our message. And please visit our website at www.starfireministries.org. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter there and you can also donate read our latest articles, and keep up to date with all of our social media sites there. 
Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time. Blessings.